This is Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you drive long haul, short haul, or heavy haul, they're here to empower and inspire women in the trades on TNCRadio.live. So gear down, sit back, and enjoy. You're listening to Women Road Warriors with hosts Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro, where we work to inspire and empower women in trucking, in the trades, and everywhere. I'm Shelley, and I'm Kathy. We have Tierra Allen with us today. The sassy trucker is a social media influencer and professional driver. She's a YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook sensation. Tierra has been driving for four years, and she takes people on her everyday travels and educates them on what professional driving is all about. Her mission is to educate new drivers about what they need to be to be successful. And she also has a mission to spread goodwill and happiness. She wants people to know what trucking's about and have people feel good about life. Welcome, Tierra. Thank you so much for being here with Kathy and me. You are welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm glad we were able to connect finally after the little struggle that we had this morning. Me too. So, Kathy, did you have some questions for Tierra? Um, you guys are, are both drivers, so I thought I'd let you take the lead on some of the first questions. Yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not sure, uh, Tierra, if you know what kind of job I do. Uh, I'll just say it for the listeners to begin with. Um, I was a nurse for 13 years and I had a mental breakdown at the age of 42 and I ended up losing my career, was homeless and drunk and needed a career change. But how do you do that when you're 42? It's, it's not that easy, right? I, I didn't want to just go be a cashier. I wanted a career. So I went to a career planning workshop and uh I did aptitude tests, personality tests, and it came out to be a heavy equipment operator. I laughed so hard, I just about fell off my chair because to me, that was the most ridiculous career ever. And I mean, come on. I mean, I was a woman. I, I don't even like equipment. I mean, I'm not mechanically inclined. <laughs> and to me, in my mind, it was a man's job. So I gave the lady the test back and she says to me, and, and I said, your test is wrong. And she said to me, if only you'd believe in yourself a little bit, Missy, you'd see the test is right. So I went to a career, uh, this Women Building Futures. It's a nonprofit place here in Canada. And they get women into the trades. And um, I, I, I thought, you know, maybe I don't have, I'm not mechanically inclined, but I can drive a truck. And what they had there, the day I walked in was ExxonMobil was there sponsoring women to take uh, this 12-week heavy equipment course. And they said, you'll be driving a big truck. So I'm assuming in my mind that I'm driving a truck like you are, right? Just an 18-wheeler across the country. And I'm thinking, yeah, I can do that. No problem. And they said, oh, no, 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 no. You're going to be driving a two and a half story high, 3,800 square foot, a truck so big that it carries 400 tons of dirt on its back. And it, it weighs a million pounds of metal. This I drive a house, basically. So when... That, that whole thing was kind of difficult for me to actually, oh my God, when I'm standing beside this monster of a, of a truck. I mean, there were so many things that I had to work through and, and change my mindset, like wrap my whole mind around this whole new career. So can you tell me how, when you started, well, number one, why did you start? Like I had a reason because I had no other career, but what, what pushed you to become a truck driver? Not very women, many women do that. So, well, I pushed myself to become a truck driver. I was a nurse assistant for three years. 
So ah. Nancy's sister started taking a toll on me. And I knew I liked to um, travel the world. I didn't like to stay in one spot. So one day I was just sitting on my lunch break. And I was just telling my friends that I want to become a truck driver. And they all thought I was crazy. And they said, oh, really? You want to become a truck driver? I said, yeah, I do. They said, well, they make a lot of money. And then they were basically telling me I should go for it. So once I was finally old enough to start driving trucks, I finally start driving trucks, went to truck driving school, got into trucking, and next you know, I was a truck driver, and I like the fact that I can explore and travel the world and make money at the same time. And ever since then, I fell in love with driving trucks. Isn't it empowering? Yes, it is. Which leads into the next question, is that like when I first started, I was really shaky with my self-esteem, you know, I, I, I decision-making like, Oh my God. And like, I don't know what, and, and what would you tell people who are wanting to change careers? What has this done um, in terms of growth for your own self-confidence? Well, once I started, I would tell people to go for it because Trucking actually made me a stronger person, dealing with a lot of men in this industry. I learned how to stand for myself and become a better person and being able to understand the world more. Isn't it amazing how the shift, how one particular job, as you're, you're going through it on a day-to-day basis, how it actually molds you into becoming a better person, a whole different version of, that, of yourself? Really, you already had it. Or like, I already had it. I just didn't know I have it. I had it. The job itself builds you up. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah, yes, it doesn't does. It, isn't it, it wicked? It definitely does. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Like, so, there's some days when I when I go to work. I've been doing my job uh, now for eight years. I don't just drive truck. I operate other other giant, giant equipment. It's I work in a place where we have literally the biggest equipment in the world. So there's days when I, when I'm feeling just having a rough day, you know, mentally or, or whatever it is that when I get behind the wheel of this monster of a truck and I, and I think about how far I've come, I mean, coming from women's shelters and just like, you know, from really bad past to this. And I think to myself, to all those that have told me that I was a worthless piece of crap, that I would never amount to nothing, that I was useless and stupid and fat and ugly and all this, all this stuff. Who is sitting here driving this truck? <laughs> you, you are. There you go. Yep. Yeah. That's true. It, it, it just does something for me when I actually stop and look at the, how far I've come. So when you look back from when you were sitting as a nursing is, assistant, which I think is phenomenal that we both have the kind of the same background, right? right. Yes. Right. <laughs> I started as a nursing assistant too. So, um, and now we're both trucking. And, but when you look back and, and you think about when you're sitting there making that decision and you don't know what the outcome is going to be, you don't know what the future holds. You don't know if this is even a job you'll like. So when you think back of, of how far you come, how does that make you feel? It makes me feel amazing because I feel if I didn't make this decision, I can still be sitting, you know, working as a nurse assistant, not being able to explore and knowing that I can do it. So now I'm really, really happy that I made this choice because everything has changed for me. And I grew into a nice independent woman and that made me very happy and me being a social media influencer, I'm happy that I can influence others into the right direction. 
Have you gotten um, people to drive? Have people yes. reached out to you? That's excellent. A lot of people have reached out to me and they say, hey, you encourage me to get my CDL license, men and women. So it makes me feel very, very happy that I see that. Oh, Being an inspiration awesome. so awesome. I mean, and Kathy yes. is too. I mean, the, the two of you just inspire women and, and that's what we need when you think about yes. it, empowerment. Yes, what, we do. What I've, what I've noticed is that most, a lot of women anyway, because I, I mean, over the years uh, since I wrote my book, I, I work specifically with women in shelters and women in recovery. And I go to youth, I, I go to youth homes, I go to schools and, you know, try and uh, create that, uh, that mindset change. And the common denominator of everything is that there's a lot of low self-esteem, you know, women from various reasons don't believe in themselves they don't think they're they're strong enough or they don't have the right personality or they don't you know oh, i'm not smart enough or i can't do that that's a man's job and what i'm trying to do is change shift that mindset and i was watching all your videos on youtube and i see that you're doing the same thing and i'm really glad that we're able to connect because really the more if we can do things together as a team, well, you're you're uplifting people more. Yes. Right. You're reaching a greater scope of, of, of women, of people, really. It's not just women. It's men, too. Um, one thing like uh, was it a couple of weeks ago, I went to speak at uh, this this place called Next Step Ministries. And it's women. It's, it's this program that gets women off the streets and out of the sex uh, industry and gives, you know, helps them through recovery and, you know, build on their personal development and just kind of get them grounded a little bit and try to build a, a solid foundation to, to move on to the next phase of life. Right. So I go in there once every few months and talk and I was there, I don't know, um, I think in January and I shared my story and I, it's not just my personal story, but more of, you know, of changing your mind and how do, how do you change vocations and you know how do you how do you do that and one of the ladies I spoke for about an hour and a half and it was really awesome and one of the ladies messaged me yesterday and this is a girl that comes from the streets and you know a working girl and just rough rough life and just tired and you know trying to find herself again well she messaged me last week and she fought she followed through with what I with what I did here the program women building futures she went there and they paid for her to be a truck driver. And now she's oh, driving rock trucks. Like, yeah, the little rock trucks, uh, they're the, the construction ones. And she was so excited that she was able to, to do that and, and completely get out of what she was doing. And now she's got a whole new, brand new start. To me, that is why I do what I do, just to, to see the transformation in other people. So that leads into this question. What do you get feedback from people that, that, you know, that you've helped change lives? Do they respond? Do they, you know, contact you at all to say, Hey, you know, you helped me do this and this, and I'm doing this now. Yes. A lot of people, I get a lot of feedback from people that tell me, Hey, I used to be a police officer. I got into the trucking industry and I own my own truck. And I'm happy that you influenced me to take this route because I didn't believe that I can do it. And at first they would tell me they didn't think that trucking was a, woman's job that was just a man's job and they didn't really believe in themselves and they said after watching my youtube videos and following my social media that that really encouraged them to become a better person and let them know that they can do this job as well and i said oh i'm very happy and i'm proud of you isn't that a great feeling that you know that you it's have really the power and yes. the influence to change people's mindset and to pushing themselves to, to actually doing something because you're doing it 
Yes. Awesome. They're that's thinking this to themselves. That that sassy trucker is a cool chick, man. I want to be just like her when I grow up, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Tiara, did you ever envision yourself doing all of this, being a social media influencer and, and inspiring people? Well, I actually did envision my, myself doing it, but I didn't think that I can actually do it. I didn't know what route to take and how to go about it. But I understood that the route that you have to take was just doing this, which is being yourself and everything else just falls into place. Well, it's awesome because you've got an awful lot of people. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there are people who watch you everywhere and you're entertaining and you really are inspiring. I think it's 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 really cool. And it's, it's what's needed out there. Yes, that is true. Thank you. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Did you know that 80% of America's communities rely on trucking alone to deliver their goods? The trucking industry keeps America running thanks to the 3.6 million professional truck drivers traveling over 300 billion miles a year. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward, or TMAF, tells the story of trucking and its positive impact on our economy, communities, and lives. Learn how you can be part of the industry movement working to build a strong image of trucking by visiting truckingmovesamerica.com. Kathy DeCaro is nothing short of amazing. She not only drives the world's biggest truck as a heavy equipment operator in Northern Alberta, Canada. She's an international motivational speaker and the author of Dream Big, an autobiography about overcoming a lifetime of trauma and abuse that led to dreams of success. Kathy inspires people the world over to change their lives and improve their self-worth. Her book will change your life. She's passionate about personal growth and believes anyone can change their circumstances and overcome their obstacles if they believe in themselves. Her life will amaze you and seriously inspire you. Be sure to order a copy of her book, Dream Big, on Amazon.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So what motivates you? What's your passion, Tiara? My passion? I actually want to get into acting. I always wanted to do that when I was a young woman. So I started making YouTube videos to kind of encourage myself to do it. And it helps bring out my personality and it helps me work in front of the camera so that one day if I do pursue that dream, I already have the tools and motivation to know what I need to do. Very cool. I find a lot of people ask me this. Um, do you get what they, they want to know if I'm getting a lot of male, um, what do you call it? Oh, what's the word? Kind of like a degrading comments from, you know, men in the industry, because where I work there, uh, there's, let's see on my crew alone, there's a hundred men and there's only 12 women. And so all in all, we're, I think we're like 1%, like it's just, it's so small. And a lot of other industries, they, they say that, you know, women get all the snide comments or, or sexual harassment comments or just, you know, stupid things. Oh, you're, you're just a woman. You don't, you can't do this job. But where I little work, lady I, comments like yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Those, you know, Oh, let me, let me get that for you. Little, little, little lady or whatever. 
in where I work, I'm lucky enough to it's the the company Exxon Mobile will not allow any any comments, no verbal, nothing. You will be fired if that happens. So I, I haven't had that. And the 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 people they interview, like they'll interview eight people for one job. So they 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 kind of get rid of attitude and you know eliminate people that shouldn't be there. And so I don't have that problem. Do you find in the trucking industry, like when you're stopping at truck stops and you're going all over, do you find you get that a lot from men? Do they bug you? Do they harass you? Do they do, you know, snide comments when you're walk, getting out of the truck or walking to it or whatever? Yes, I actually get comments like that all the time, like especially at the truck stop. If I'm walking, guys will beep at me and, you know, call me a lot lizard because there's some women who do go to the truck stop and they're not actually truck drivers. So a lot of times the truck drivers don't assume that I'm a truck driver. They assume that I'm just working with my husband. I'm just in the passenger seat. And then they'd be like, oh, you drive a truck? I said, yeah, I drive a truck. They'd be like, oh, okay, well, I wasn't expecting you to drive a truck because what you're wearing. And they kind of think that I supposed to dress a certain way to drive a truck. But the fact that I'm an OTR driver, I can wear anything that makes me feel comfortable when driving. And a lot of times when there was a situation one time when I want to work as a flatbed truck driver. I applied for the position and the owner, when I sent him my driver's license, he told me that I'm a female. He doesn't think that I can do this job. So he wasn't going to hire me. Mm. So I do with stuff like that sometimes. So when he didn't hire me, I didn't give up. I went to another place that did take me and they showed me how to work as a flatbed truck driver. And they accepted me and they told me I was doing very amazing and they liked my work ethic. And I just, grew from there and ever since then I kind of know how to handle the men now in this industry and I don't let them get to me but that does happen to me all the time you know it's interesting how sexism is still prevalent in 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 the industry in in driving because statistically women are safer drivers yes that is right yeah yeah that's right and actually better drivers yeah (laughs) we're way better drivers is We're it conscientious, because, right? Yeah. And, and do we have, it's because women have more common sense. You know? ah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with that. <laughs> so you, you wouldn't think that that's still out there, but there's this perspective or this mindset. Oh, she's a woman. She can't do that. And that's frustrating. Did that frustrate you at all, Tierra? Or did you just kind yes. of say... How did you get around that? I mean, were there times when you kind of had some self-doubt or it made you angry? Yeah, there was times where I did feel that way. So the only thing I would do about it is I just prove them differently that I can do it. So when I had made my YouTube channel, everything that people told me that I couldn't do, I would go on YouTube and I'll make a video showing myself that I'm doing it. So when people see that, they're like, wow, this girl is amazing. And then a lot of people, they're like, they tell me, hey, I want to hire this lady. I think she would be a good worker for my company and a good representation for other women that can come and work for me as well. Well, that's really good. Yes. What do you, like, I know, um, like for us, women in where I drive, we don't have, like, we, I work in an open pit mine. So there's only a certain amount of washrooms. There's only, you know, a certain amount of, places you can stop it's not like because like the trucks that we we drive when they're they're always they're timed it's a timing thing because it's a a business right so you go from the shovel to the crusher and you don't have when you do stop um sometimes if you stop too often you might get called into the office and wondering why you're stopping (laughs) Uh, do you do you find that the companies you work for 
do they give you a hard time with with your routes and what you're doing like you know do you know what I mean like if you gotta stop for feminine reasons for you know (laughs) bathroom breaks for whatever do you do you get ribbed about it do you do you get bugged about it or yes when I worked for the bigger companies the major companies when I first started trekking the first two years of driving the bigger companies they're more on your back more they're like always watching your every move because there's UPSs on the truck so Mm -hmm. once I started learning and getting more experience I went to the smaller family-owned companies and the family-owned companies they're more lenient so that way I was able to stop and exercise sometimes and you know, stop anywhere I want to stop and take showers. So I felt like I was my own boss in a way because I kind of make my own work schedule and they were more understanding. And I didn't have to follow anybody's rules and regulations as long as I got yeah. to load their own time and deliver it. Yeah. Do you, how many hours a day do you sit in that truck? 11 hours a day. Oh, and so then you're I sleep like me. for 10 hours. Yes. Can you Just sleep like for you. 10 hours? Well, I try to sleep for at least seven hours, but the other three hours, I use that time to probably wash up and, you yeah. know, for my personal life. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, you're, you're lucky. I, I work, like, I just got off a day, 19 day stretch of 13 hour days and I'm sleeping wow. about five, six hour days. And, and I, I'm, yeah, I'm home for five and I'm flying back to work. So I'm, I'll be done, gone 21 days, but it, I'm working night shift, wow. 13 hour nights. So how yeah. do you do it? <laughs> I was going to ask you the same. How do you do it? <laughs> well, yeah, uh, the, the bottom line is the first week I'm working is overtime. So it's double time. So that's how I'm doing it. <laughs> that's my motivation. <laughs> nice. It's, at the end of the day, it's about the money you're bringing home, right? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, that's true. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be doing it if I didn't love my job and I wouldn't be working if I didn't have a, a, such a great company. Uh, you know, are you allowed to bring people, women or friends and family with you on, tr- on, on road trips or what? How does that yes. work? Yes. Yes. You're allowed to do that. As long as you sign the company's rave- waiver forms, you can do that. I bought my mom on the trip with me one time. We took a trip to Disneyland, actually. Oh, how cool. My mom and my little sister. So nice. they came with me and then I also took my younger brother one time on the truck. And then I took a friend of mine who was interested in the industry and he actually just got his license last year. So oh, nice. he thanked me for that. That's great. People, even though you try to explain to them and even though you're showing videos and stuff, it's nothing like actually being in the truck with you, right? Right. We're not allowed electronics. I can't, I'm not allowed. If I get caught with my phone, I'm fired, right? So I can't show people. I can't, the only thing I can do is go tell them, well, maybe go to Imperial Oil website and you can see, you know, there's a safety video, (laughs) That's about it. Right. Sure. So it's nice to have that you're able to give your family and loved ones the actual experience of what you do on a daily basis. That's true. I bet your mom's really proud of you. Yeah, she's actually proud of me now. Before, she didn't like the fact that I became a truck driver. She wanted me to go to college and pursue my career as a nurse and continue my nursing career. But I told her that's not what I want to do. I like to travel. I want to get into trucking. And once she understood how it worked, she was actually happy for me because she said I was influencing others to get mm-hmm. in this industry. Sure. Yeah. So what area of the country do you like best in terms of driving? Well, I like the East Coast the best because I like going to Florida a lot and the beaches are really nice there. And I also like going to the west coast because i like going to las vegas and las vegas is very truck friendly there's a lot of places where you can park your truck and mm. explore yeah i watched one of your videos you were in a casino that was great yes 
Do you, do you do a lot? Do you go like here in, in Western Canada, we're uh, surrounded by the Rocky mountains. And so I know the truckers um, like just driving from here to Vancouver is a 12 hour drive. And the, the roads are like, some of them are, Oh my God, they're brutal. And we have a lot of snow and a lot of trucks hit, hit the ditch. And well, hi, that what's that? Uh, there's that TV show on discovery highway through hell that's filmed yeah. here in Canada. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so, that's yeah on, on those roads do you go through that a lot like uh through colorado or yes i go to colorado a lot i don't like going to colorado especially in the winter time it's always snowing the freeway gets shut down and it's really bad and i also when i first started the trucking my first two years my truck actually caught on fire because oh my goodness the oh. got really hot and i had to pull over and next thing you know my truck was into flames uh when that happened to you what what did you do it made it made me want to not drive trucks anymore because it was really scary when I was by myself and the experience that I had, it just made me want to give up. But then after I've done that, I took a break from trucking for about three months and I felt way better than they taught me not to give up. And ever since then, it just helped me become more independent and being able to do things for myself before I was in that situation again. Hmm. So how do you talk yourself into being um, dealing with a situation like that. I mean, that would freak anybody out. And yes. how do you tell yourself, Hey, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. What do you recommend to someone who encounters some of the, the obstacles? I mean, there, let's face it. Any particular job has its, its risks and so forth. What do you recommend? Because obviously that that's terrifying to have something catch on fire. Wow. I recommend people. If you're not ready for the highway, don't do it and if they get into situations like that it's good to pull over as soon as you can whenever you can because you can save your life and other people's lives as well so when I do get into a situation like that I kind of tell them to take a deep breath if they have to don't drive for two to three months just take a step back and just think to see if trucking is really for you because mm-hmm. trucking isn't for everybody did you no. learn something about yourself after you took a step back and you said hey I can do this Yes, I learned to never give up, even in the hardest, toughest times, because during that time, it was really tough, super tough, because I lost everything and I had to start from scratch. Oh, wow. Wow. So what would you you say would be your biggest obstacle in trucking? My business, my biggest obstacle in trucking? Yeah. Staying away home from family, because I stay out on the road for like, two months at a time and then I only go home for let's say a week or three days out of the month wow that's way worse than mine like I work two weeks and I'm home two weeks so at least wow you're lucky yeah yeah well they fly us to work I worked really in northern Canada and I live in a camp for two weeks and I have like I have two lives (laughs) two separate (laughs) lives and but when I'm on days off it, it allows me this my job allows me the finances and the time to travel, to go do what I do for my book and for women. Like everywhere I go, I I make a point of stopping in at the shelters and finding a school and, you know, maybe setting up a community event and trying to do some charity. But I have the time to do that. You sound like you don't really don't have much time for anything. No, I don't. I miss out on family holidays, vacations sometimes, family events. I miss out on a lot of things, but it's a sacrifice that I make to better my future. That's right. Oh, speaking of future, where do you see yourself like in five years? Or do you want to truck forever? Or do you want to evolve to something else? 
Well, definitely in five years, I see myself owning a big trucking company and opening up schools for trucking schools for other individuals like myself. And I also see myself into acting. I think I'm going to get into acting pretty soon. Good for you. Thank you. Nice. So have you been looking for an agent or anything like that? Because as a social media influencer, I imagine you could get out there and, and contact people and they might say, hey, let's do it. Well, they actually find me. So it's a lot easier that way. Right. For me. I love it, that. Yeah. It's always nice when people are knocking on your door. You know? Yes. Absolutely. Gets my foot in the door. No kidding. Do you think that uh like in, in, in schools, I know they don't offer everyone, like you said a while ago, how your mother wanted you to go to college and do this and that, like the typical way. And most families do. Do you think that it would be a good idea when you say that you open your schools is to kind of give like free like job shadowing to teenager, to youth to say, hey, this is an option too. Like, you know, why don't you hop in a truck for a day and see what the trucker does? And you know what I mean? Yes. I think it's definitely an option because I don't think that school is for everyone. Sometimes people can do different trades where they don't really necessarily have to go to school for two to four years. And trekking is good because it's like a two week program. At the most you'll be in trekking is a month and it's a good start. And also when you're in a truck, it gives you time to think about the things that you really want to do in life. So you don't have to stay in trekking forever. And that's the thing I find they don't offer enough job shadowing because you really need to know you need to be in the truck and you need to see a day in the life of a trucker Mm -hmm. to understand what it's really about, what it all entails. Right. Like I would love to have a camera. Well, actually we did at work. We did a day in the life of the operator at my work, uh, what, five years ago, but I'm not allowed to release it to anybody. So what's the point of that? (laughs) (laughs) Because it's a, it's a, it's a company own video and so I can't show anybody that this is what I do this is how I back into a shovel this is you know this is the crusher this is you know and it's kind of I find it it stops people from even knowing about what I do because I like when I went down to to LA uh, was it last year before COVID uh, I went for a book signing down in in Malibu and I figured well how do people know how am I going to show them so I made a six foot high poster three foot wide and it all you see is this giant mining truck and you see me like the the tires are 14 feet high I'm like five foot six right so all you see on the cover is my here I'm standing there well people they're so shocked about seeing a truck this big it's because it's not on tv it's not on reality show it's because it's not promoted nobody knows that they even exist so I would love able to show people to say hey get come in for a ride come in check it out you might actually like this as a career so the fact that you 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 can bring people and maybe inspire youth to come give it a shot I think that's phenomenal I really do yep wow it is yeah oh I think you're so blessed and you have so many opportunities and doors and windows that 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 are coming to you then just because you made the decision that no I'm not going to stay a nursing attendant I'm going to try something different and scary and I'm going to find the courage to actually do it no matter what people say that no it's not a good career for you I hope you recognize that in yourself the courage that you have and the strength the powerhouse of a woman yeah definitely you rock Yes, thank you. You rock too. (laughs) 
And you're just beginning. This this is so very cool. And you've got so many opportunities out there and people are watching you. And this is this is what women need. And you're overcoming these stereotypes like, oh, gee, you know, she's a woman. She can't do this, which still amazes me. We're in the 21st century and those things are still being said, you know. Right. That is true. And and women and, and girls growing up are believing this. It's like, I can't do that. That's a guy's job. You know, that's true. Well, I mean, look at me when I was 42 thinking, my God, like that's a man's job. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> and now I go, I make sure everywhere I go, I'm like, anybody could do this. You believe you can do it. You got it. You want to do it. You can do it. Don't listen to other people. Right? Never give up. That's right. That's right. Stay tuned for more of Women Road Warriors coming up. Industry movement Trucking Moves America Forward is telling the story of the industry. Our safety champions, the women of trucking, independent contractors, the next generation of truckers, and more. Help us promote the best of our industry. Share your story and what you love about trucking. Share images of a moment you're proud of. And join us on social media. Learn more at TruckingMovesAmerica.com. Welcome back to Women Road Warriors with Shelley Johnson and Kathy Takaro. So, Tiara, did you always have the attitude of, I can do this? Or is this something that just kind of evolved? Have you always been a, a real confident person? Or has maybe your job made you more confident? always had the attitude but as time went by my attitude became stronger and I became more confident evolving with my job so that kind of encouraged me to be a stronger person and be more confident in myself because there's a lot of things that I thought I couldn't do when I got into this industry but my truck caught on fire when I get put into bad situations for example let's say if I get a flat tire and I'm out there sitting for someone to come and help and at times I feel like oh I can't do this anymore because this is so stressful but Everything that I go through, it just encouraged me not to give up and to do better. And then I made a YouTube channel and it also helped me to become a better person because I was able to show other people how Mm -hmm. life really is on the road and what I go through and how to become a better person. Sure. So there may be some uh, pushback from some ladies out there that say, gee, it's not safe for women. What do you say to them? How do you stay safe on the road? How I stay safe on the road. I think driving at night is safer because in the daytime, a lot of people are out at the truck stops like men. But at nighttime, you have the road to yourself and there's not many people out there on the road. And a lot of times when I go to sleep on the truck, there's like the seatbelt technique that they choose women, that they tell women to use where you wrap your seatbelt around a door. And also my truck is equipped with cameras in the panic mode. So if anything happens to me, my company can see everything that's going on with my truck and that can help a woman be safe as well and protect it. Well, sorry, back up a minute. What's the seatbelt thing you're talking about? I never heard of that. The seatbelt method is when you take the seatbelt of the driver's side and passenger side and you tie it around a door and it can stop people from trying to get in your truck because there's sometimes there's trucks that are equipped with um, keys. Like, for example, my truck might have the same key as another truck and some people that know this they're able to like get into your truck but depending on how your truck is made they can't do that the more high tech the truck is they can't do that so i use the seatbelt melted sometimes just in case because i don't want to go through anything crazy like that 
you know what? I'm going to be using that if ever I have to sleep on the road in my car or whatever. Like that's a genius idea. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, because um, you have to be mindful. Um, obviously, drivers that go in areas that are yeah. not always the safest and certain times of the day and so forth. So that can put off maybe some ladies who'd say, gee, uh, I don't know how I could handle that. And I think that women, maybe more than men, put up more obstacles in front of themselves to say, I can't, uh, mm -hmm. only because of maybe some of the conditioning we've had. Yeah. Do you right. find there's a lot more women nowadays that are getting into the trade? Yes, there's a lot of women now getting to the trade because when I first started trucking school, I was the only female in class and that discouraged me itself. So yeah. as time went by, I see more and more women drivers out there, but I don't see many drivers on the road, but I see a lot of them on social media. Do you think when eventually when you have kids and, you know, uh, is that going to change your, your avenue of work? Are you, you going to just modify it to suit your family needs? When I have kids... I want to actually, by then, I hope to have my own trucking company mm -hmm. so that I'll be a stay-at-home mother and stay time yeah. with my kids. Yeah, because that's got to be hard. I know there's ladies out there who, who work. I mean, even at my own work, we have I'm one mom. She has three kids at home. And I mean, you're she's you got to come to work you got to you know pay the bills but yet the kids are at home you know with, with either you know family or whatever it, it's very difficult on, on, the, on the mother you know so I know there's truckers out there that do the, the long haul truckers like you do um, yes. if you have families it's very hard yes it can be very hard my friend she has a daughter and she takes her on the road with her so oh there you go she does homeschooling with her on the truck so that's okay. also an option, too, nice. if they're a long-haul trucker. Yeah. How does she do the homeschooling, uh, basically with a laptop or something like that? When Yes, with a laptop. Okay. Yeah. Homeschooling is becoming more and more popular. And, and in many ways, I, I think that uh, they're finding a lot of the students that do homeschool seem to learn more. I mean, maybe it's because they're interacting with their parents and that sort of thing. I, I don't know. But what an experience it would be for the child to be on the road with mom. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no yes. kidding. So, Tierra, growing up, was your mother an inspiration or a role model for you? Yes, my mom and my grandmother were actually my role models because um, my mom, she was a single mother growing up. So I've seen all the obstacles that she faced as a single mother, but she was still able to take care of me and my brothers and sisters because she ended up going to college and graduating. And that kind of inspired me to be a better woman after seeing her do this by herself and encouraged me to be very strong and independent. And a lot of my traits I get from my grandmother and my mother because they were very strong women. That makes a difference. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And now you're inspiring your siblings. Yes. My Have siblings you... and other people. What have your siblings told you? Gee, I want to be just like you or uh, the typical sibling. Gee, I could do that better. <laughs> yeah, my siblings, they're actually fascinated by it. They think it's very cool seeing me uh -huh. do it. And they like to tell their friends, oh, my sister's a truck driver. And then they're like, they don't believe it. So they can pull up videos and show them like, yeah, this is my sister. She drives trucks. And they think it's really cool. So when you're on the road, what, what brings you most joy? Bringing me most joy on the road is actually looking out the window, seeing the nice views and being able to get out of my truck and explore the city on my downtime. Do you find it hard to find time for yourself? Like, or do you have to push yourself? And I'm talking exercise wise, because I mean, I, I sit 
if you think about it, like I'm going on 21 nights and I sit in that grader or, or whatever piece of equipment I'm in for 13, 12 and a half hours. I'm, I'm when, when we're trucking, you're allowed to get off your truck twice. So that's a long time. So I have to push myself at the end of the day, no matter how tired I am to go and do yoga or go for a run or do something. Cause otherwise weight gain in a woman, my age, it's like immediate. Right? Yes. So you have to, do you find it hard to motivate yourself to get moving for a bit, go for a, a stretch or a walk or something? Yes. I found that very hard. When I first started driving, I actually, I started gaining Wait, I gained 50 pounds on the road. So I told myself, mm-hmm. I can't do this. So yeah. once I got the hang of everything, I was able to find ways to exercise. Sometimes mm-hmm. on my break, I'll go to Planet Fitness and work out for at least 30 minutes if I can on my lunch break. And a lot of the times for me to save time, I cook up my truck and eat healthier. Instead of me buying food mm-hmm. and spending all that money on food, on fast food, I save money by cooking on my truck, getting out of my truck and exercising. And I find ways on my truck to use that as exercise equipment and I have videos on YouTube showing people how they can exercise on the mm-hmm. truck without going to the gym yeah and, and that's the hardest part is is motivating ourselves I know because the one thing that like after I come home or to camp to my room I'm tired it's hot and dusty or or I maybe it's really cold because I'm in northern Canada but I have to push myself to get up at 3 30 in the morning and hit the gym even if it's 40 minutes and do something before work or it, sometimes it's after work depending on the schedule that I'm on but if I don't do it I'd much rather stay in bed and sleep right but does, is that helping me mentally oh that's another question mental health wise by pushing myself that helps me with my mental health. Does it, what, how does your mental health play a role in your job? Well, I think exercising plays a good role because when I, whenever I finish driving, I like to exercise after I finish driving because it helps me sleep better. And when mm-hmm. I get up for a nice drive, it helps my mental health and helps me stay focused when I'm on the road. Do you ever slip into depression sometimes into like brooding, moody thoughts of, you know, kind of reminiscing or something does it does it ever happen to you while you're driving it doesn't really happen to me often because while I'm driving I try not to think negative thoughts I try not to be a negative person I always try to stay positive because yeah. I know when I slip into those ways it'll have me down and out and I won't be able to stay focused and drive and not mm-hmm. being able to you know work through the day mindset matters does it not <laughs> Yes, it does very much. It plays a factor. How do you deal with loneliness? Because you're by yourself a lot, obviously. Um, Or do you kind of like maybe the alone time? I actually started liking being alone because I was able to grow from it. So Mm -hmm. I kind of got used to being alone as I was on the road because without that, I feel even if I had somebody and I didn't know how to be alone, I would feel I would always need someone. So being alone actually helped me become a better person because I learn not to depend on other people i don't know about you but i use my my truck uh as my office believe it or not and uh the passenger seat i have like if um i got all my uh, books and pens and if i need if i have a night because i have eight hamsters and one wheel in this noggin and so i if something happens (laughs) I, i need to write it down immediately right so but i use it to create i use that time in the truck every day to 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 think about what I want to do, because I mean, I, I don't believe that, uh, that my end goal and result of who Kathy Takaro is, is just to be a, a 
truck driver, right? So I'm using that time to create, to plan, to think, to figure out, well, what can I do better? Or how can I do this? Or I listen to podcasts or I, I listen oh, to more things. So do you do the same? Yes, I listen to a lot of podcast videos. I listen to music. Sometimes I read articles online to better myself. But podcasts yeah. do help me get through those long hours of driving. Because, I mean, really, at the end of the day, it is long. You are driving for 12 and a half hours, or in your case, 11 hours. It's a long time. Yep. Do, yes. Do, do you actually do things to help yourself refocus sometimes? Yes. Yeah. Sometimes, a lot of the times when I am on the road, Sometimes I talk to my friends on the phone and we just motivate each other to stay focused as well. And it helps getting through those long hours because next thing you know, the hours fly by really quick. So that's about a lot. Mm. Oh, here's another good one. We have on our trucks a DSS system. And what that is, it's these little cameras that are uh, specifically in, in, put in specific spots. So they monitor your eyes. And if we fall, if because we work night shifts all the time. So, you know, that that witching hour between three and four is when most truck drivers are really tired. So if your eyes close for over three seconds, the seat vibrates. It's like an electric. It's like an electric chair. It vibrates and this alarm right in your right ear. It just and it shakes you awake. And oh, my gosh, let me tell you. You're awake right quick. But what that does, um, it sends, there's a company down, I think it's down in Texas that is responsible for this. So they have something like 750 of these little monitors from truckers all over the world or all over the US and Canada, I should say. And so when my eyes close, say, I'm, I'm, tr- I'm driving and my eyes close and the seat vibrates, well, that sends an alarm down to uh, uh, Houston and Houston's it has a video of my eyes closed. So Houston wow. calls my mind, the mind where I work calls the dispatcher and says operator of 2107 had a, had a fatigue event. You need to talk to her. So my dispatcher will call me and say, Hey, Kathy, are you tired? Do you need to pull over? Do you need to get a break? So now what they do is when you have an event, a fatigue event, they actually pull you off your truck and you have to talk to a supervisor to figure out, do you need to, you know, what is it that you need and why are you so tired? Are you not sleeping? What what can we do to help you? Do you have, is there any of the trucks that you've been on that have this system at all? No, not at all. That's really cool. No, actually it is. It is. And a lot of people were worried, oh, you're invading my privacy, that you're actually watching what I'm doing in the truck. And it's not because I've seen these videos over and over again. And uh, it's an actual just the eyes stop like it's a snapshot. And the reason we went into it is they did a uh, like a test thing over like a couple months. So there's a few truckers that just volunteered to, to, to be, you know, the guinea pigs. And we actually saw the video of one operator who was on a straight stretch with a loaded truck. You think about this, 400 tons doing 50 miles an hour. And the operator's eyes, you can see them close and then try and blink away. You know, when you're those micro sleeps that you're trying to stay awake. And then his eyes were closed for 17 seconds. How that operator didn't crash is beyond me. Because you could see the timer and you can see the eyes and Oh my gosh. So even if you're thinking you're okay driving, you don't know what the oncoming driver is, is, you know, maybe he hasn't slept all night. So these little, this, this DSS system, I believe saves lives. It really does. And it might be something you might want to mention to the, the, the owner of your company, because it, it really, 
it, it, it's a good thing. It's a safety device, you know? Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Now, when this it driver is. was actually observed driving with his eyes closed for 17 seconds, was he even aware that the, that had happened? No, that's okay. the thing. He didn't know. He didn't realize it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you a quick story about this. It's funny. So here I am. Uh, I, I, I've been driving the truck for two years and I never heard about, I never, I, I knew they had the DSS system in, but you think, oh, does it really work? Does it work? It never went off for me. So I didn't know. Well, one day I, I was having a bit of a cookie addiction. <laughs> I was eating like four cookies a day. <laughs> so I'm trying to fight my way to stop eating the cookies because they were so good. They're homemade cookies. And so I was at the end of the day and I was on this really long stretch at work and, um, I had the only thing I had left was one cookie in my bag. And I'm like, Kathy, you've got willpower. Step away from the cookie. You're not going to eat the cookie, right? You could do this. And so as I'm starting to talk to myself through, all of a sudden I look down and the cookie just went from my bag to my lap. I'm like, oh, how did you get there? So I'm looking down at the cookie and I'm, I'm starting to talk to myself saying, Kathy, you don't need the cookie. I mean, come on, you've got some willpower. Stop it. Put the cookie away. But then the other <laughs> part of me is like, hey, Kathy, you know, those cookies are good. Eat the cookie. You want the cookie. <laughs> and then it's like, no. Step away. So I got this battle going on about, you know, step away from the cookie and then no, eat the cookie. Well, little did I know, my eyes were looking down at the cookie and not on the road. The stupid DSS alarm system goes off. Well, it scared the living daylights out of me. I, I, it, the buzzer went off, the seat vibrated, uh, and I, I yelled. I went, ah! The <laughs> flying across the up off the truck. It hit the window and down into the far part of the passenger seat where I can't reach the cookie. So <laughs> here I get a call from dispatch because they had never had an event, a fatigue event. So they're wondering that he said, Hey, Kath, are you like, what's up? Are you tired? Are you okay? You know, do you need to pull over? And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about you. Well, here I am. I had to explain to him uh, my, uh, my argument with a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. no. And so here it was kind of funny because he didn't know what to make of it. He's at the other end of the line going, <laughs> Um, did you say you were arguing with a cookie? <laughs> it's funny. I'm like, just never mind. I'm fine. I don't need a coffee break. <laughs> so point of the story, I didn't eat the cookie. I ended up stopping for fuel and I gave the fuel attendant the cookie. I'm like, here, eat the darn it. But I mean, it'd be a good uh, diet control. Let me tell you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. Priceless. So, Tiara, what do you do to stay awake on the road? Because I imagine you have some times when it's like, oh, man, I got another hour I got to drive and I'm, I'm kind of dragging today. Well, sometimes I take an energy drink, a five hour energy drink, mm -hmm. but I try to stay away from those because those are not healthy. But if right. I feel too tired, I just pull over because I know the load is not worth my life. I'll just pull over. I'll go to sleep and I'll find my dispatchers. Hey, I'm pulling over. I'm tired. I need some rest. And I say, OK, well. So let us know it's okay and then that's how I kind of stay up and then if I sleep enough take a 30 minute nap I'll get back on the road if I can but if not I'm still gonna go to sleep yeah you, those micro breaks actually help me too on night shifts um on our breaks we get two half hour breaks a lot of people will go out get off the truck go to the lunch shack for me personally because we're all different I need to pull over and I'll just sleep for 20 minutes and I'll use my 10 minutes to go to the bathroom and, you know, eat a quick bite. But th those 20 minutes that I shut my eyes, it's as if I I'm completely rejuvenated. It's like it, it, it shakes yes. the cobwebs out of my head and I can, I can drive again. So, yeah. Yes. 
do you need more than, than 30 minutes? Or like, do, when you pull over, do you sleep for a couple hours or do you just take what you think you need and then try again? Well, I'll try to sleep, for example, an hour. Cause okay. um, a lot of my load sometimes, if I have time to get my load there earlier, I can use that time to get some rest if I feel like I oh, need yeah. the rest. So do you, are you always going back to back? like straight one load to the next and one load to the next nonstop yes. all day like yeah yeah sometimes I might have a load that's let's say two days long so I'll drive my 11 hours stop pull over deliver that load then get the next load that load might be a day long or only 10 hours long so yeah right back to back I would say wow eh? wow quite the life I'm gonna come for a ride with you one day I go to the states all the time <laughs> nice that would be nice it yeah. would be between the two of us we're gonna have a blast there you go right. <laughs> yes definitely tiara do you have any messages you have for women or even men for that matter who are considering a career in driving because you've certainly learned a lot in the past four years and you've got a great perspective here i would tell men and women if they love to travel then trekking is the right industry because you can get paid to travel and work at the same time. But if you don't like driving, I wouldn't consider it because it could be a hazardous to other people on the road and to yourself. So don't do it. But also if they don't like to drive long distance, there's options out there for trekking. For example, they can drive local if they want to drive local and stay home and be home every night, or they can drive a dedicated route where they're not out on the road. They're like mm -hmm. kind of close to family, but you're still out on the road for let's say about five days at a time and then back home. So there's some other options that people can take. Nice. It's nice to have options. This and has I've, been wonderful. I've really enjoyed speaking with you, Tiara. You're an inspiration. I love that. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Women Road Warriors with Shelly Johnson and Kathy Takaro. If you want to be a guest on the show or have a topic or feedback, email us at info at tncradio.live. Thank you for listening to another great interview on tncradio.live. All of the material you hear on tncradio.live on our website, our broadcasts, or our podcasts are copyrighted. There can be no distribution without the express consent of tncradio.live and its partners. For inquiries, write us at info at tncradio.live.